When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Mike Lee Holland II, and with me as always is... Is, um, Sesame Sermon and Carta. Sermon. I like that. I think if I have a child, I'll name them Sermon. Don't. Don't? Okay. Don't, um, they'll, they'll get bullied, like, all the time. Um... Well, well, I'll teach them to be able to deliver good messages, and um... <laughs> they just you could be a mail carrier then. At that point, <laughs> well, yeah. not all those messages are good though either. So. Yeah, that's true because a lot of them are bills and and like yeah, uh, you've been served and stuff like that. Eviction and, you know, notices and yeah, um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> not always you know a good message. Yeah, <laughs> dear John, letters you know. Um, <laughs> dear John, I'm sorry, but, uh, it's not working out and, uh, you know, the people, you would still do that. And you would probably now it's just like a text message or like an emoji or something like that. Or yeah, like, it's just a frowny emoji. It's like, yeah, like, sorry, I think we're done now. It just says uh, relationship frowny emoji. And that's how you break yeah, up with somebody, I guess, you know, that's how people break up now. Yeah. Yeah. And then, <laughs> Oh, like a dumb and dumber when he's like, she wrote me a John Deere letter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought of something. So I saw I saw something for sale today and I, I was uh, realizing something. OK, they 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 sell, you know, like urine to like um at like sporting goods stores and stuff to like warn off animals and things. Yeah. Yeah, um, somebody had Red Fox urine up there. And I was thinking like if it was the comedian Red Fox and it was his urine, <laughs> um. Whoa! You know, maybe it would just warn off other predatory uh, comedians or something. You know, I don't know <laughs> what it would do. I'm just, you know, if you guys have any suggestions as to what it could do, let me know because you know. <laughs> when you said that, like I literally, like that's actually literally the first thing I saw too. Is like, wait, why? Why do you have red foxes? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> Before Red Fox died, they had him fill up a bunch of, you know. I mean, I guess I'm saying, like, he died, like, what, like, 40-something years ago? No, or... it was, it was like, uh, he died in, like, the 90s, but still, okay. <laughs> still, like, 30 so years ago. Like but... <laughs> 30 years of urine saint. <laughs> like, like, what the hell? Yeah. 
whenever he was on a break from the last sitcom he was in, they'd be like, hey, Red, we need you to pee in this uh, bottle over here, okay? Red Red did not pee inside of a toilet for 30 years. Yes. And just saved him up and then, and then they just, and then they just sent him over to Bass Pro Shop or yeah, something, you know? apparently. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. So anyways, um, today on the show, speaking of sitcoms, um, we are covering... A great sitcom. <laughs> uh, sarcasm. Um, anyway, so uh, <laughs> covering the pilot for the short-lived, um, it was like one season plus three episodes, so technically two seasons, um, show called Soul Man, a uh, television series that ran from 1997 till 1998 on the... American Broadcasting Company Network. Yes. ABC. Oh, ABC. Okay. Yeah. It was uh, it was loosely or kind of like directly connected to uh, Home Improvement, where they would have uh, characters from each show's like crossing over from one show to the other. So from time to time, they both took place in Detroit. So, yeah. Right. It was Arrowverse part... before the Arrowverse. Yes, it it, it was the uh... Ackroydverse. Yeah, the, the 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 Alan Ackroydverse, and uh... <laughs> yeah, or as I like to call it, the Dickverse. <laughs> the Dickverse. Wow. Well, because Tim Allen's real last name is Dick, and um, oh. yeah, name was Tim Dick. His name is Tim Allen Dick. Okay. Yes, his middle name is Allen. Um. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Much like your middle name. Yeah. Sesame, Allen, and Carta, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, okay, um, before we get into any more details about this show, initial thoughts here. Um, at first, I kind of liked it the first time, and then I watched it again a couple days later. And I was I didn't I didn't like it that much. I wasn't I wasn't thrilled. Yeah. I uh I thought it was okay the first time I watched it. And then I attempted to watch it a second time and I could only make it about five minutes in. Yeah. And it I took was like out of discipline to I was like this this uh, I can't pay attention to this bullshit right now. Um so <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, love Dan Aykroyd. Don't get me wrong. Probably one well, of the great, greatest comedic actors of all time. Um, yeah, totally not put the use in this. At yeah. least the pilot. I mean, I I haven't watched the rest of the show episodes, but from the reviews I've read, <laughs> I mean, it, it lasted a whole season at least. I mean, yeah, so... it, but it didn't get much better after that. I guess. Okay. Yeah, it had good ratings. Is what it was. It wasn't the writing that was keeping it afloat you know it wasn't like critically acclaimed it was more uh people watched it or people just forgot to turn their tvs off after home improvement probably if it yeah. was yeah. <laughs> oh remember that that guy from go well not ghostbusters because at that point the kids yeah. probably would have been bad so they would have been thinking of like SNL or something like that, you know, that he was in. Or they'd be like, like, you know, you remember that guy from Nothing But Trouble? Oh, wait, what? That's another uh, failed Dan Aykroyd. Um, yeah. Uh, 
what's the uh oh the uh great outdoors or whatever yeah, yeah they probably just didn't turn the tv off the kids went to bed after home improvement because you know they had to watch that stupid dad show and then yeah. and, you know it's I'll, I'll I'll give I'll give you I mean it's 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 a bland sitcom home improvement but it's a thousand times better than this I mean yeah but that's like saying you know a piece of shit is better than lava or whatever yeah. else. <laughs> and and, and, and I will admit that I liked home improvement when it was on the air so um I I may have but I think I just yeah. have bad memories of it because it meant that I had to go to school the next day or something like that yeah so probably <laughs> but um i don't know it just uh it just felt like too rushed for one thing and like the just the way that like characters interact with each other just felt like super unnatural to me and i don't know like that's just my initial reaction i mean it's your it's your stereotypical 90s sitcom in a lot of ways but not a good one, you know. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's basically what Soul Man was. Um, it lacked a, a soul. Yes, uh, <laughs> it lacked a soul, man. And um, the... <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, <sighs> you know what? They maybe they should have sprinkled some of Red Fox's urine all over the set, and um. <laughs> liven things up a little bit, you yeah, know? because that's what you do. <laughs> get, some, get some more comedy urine going yeah. on. <laughs> that's my goal in life from now on. I'm going to uh, find, find find famous uh, stand-up comics and collect their urine. Whoa. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Even Tim Wait, Allen, sure. you know, I'll, 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 get, I'll get Tim Allen to pull out his dick. Oh, God. Oh God! What did I just say? Anyway, so how about them, uh, them mud hens and um, other baseball teams? That's gonna teams? get you uh, some jail time. And, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and or and or fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it may. So um, let's jump into this uh, episode here. What happened? <laughs> uh, almost nothing. I mean, that's the whole point. Like, so we're supposed to like given this image that like he's you know a single dad and he's a pastor at some church they didn't really say what kind of church it was if it was catholic or whatever who knows don't care and then uh yeah and then um you know he's trying to like like kind of like maintain a balance between being like a like a, like a, a cool dad who understands but like also you know, he's like a, a religious man of God. Yeah, so he's, a, he's, he's like, a widower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a widower. And then he's, uh, of course, this is 1997. So there's cassette tapes. And then there's a, a, a journalist from like one of the, I don't know, one of the main Detroit um, newspapers yeah. <laughs> who wants to do a story on him. So he's getting like a bunch of his like, sermons for her to listen to and he's got like you know greatest hits and best of and all this kind of stuff and you know which sounds pretty boring to me i'm like oh my god like is she gonna have to go through all of these tapes just uh like you know like i mean i guess a pastor would think that would be a fun you know thing to do but like some anyone who's not a pastor or at least who like has a life wouldn't be like awesome i can't wait to listen to these sermons 
on cassette tape. Woo! And anyway, so then like we get the whole. I, I what I do is I get I get I get good sermons, and and I and and other and then like my regular music and stand up comedy and all those tapes and everything. And I put them in this like fifty cassette changer. Oh, and I just let them play at random, so you get like you know Dave Matthews followed by Chris Rock followed by a preacher by a servant <laughs> <laughs> by a servant. Yeah. And so then we get the we get the whole like stereotypical like the the young daughter who whose mental maturity is like eighteen years above her actual age for some reason. I don't know why people thought that was like a cute thing back in the day. To do where it's like, oh, you get it? She's like seven years old, but she's talking like she's like 25 and like a psychologist. And she knows more about relationships than her home father does type of thing. It's like, really? Uh, Because she's like a fucking kid. Yeah. And the grown ass adult and he's the one who made her. So shut the fuck up like and go drink some punch or something. I don't know. But like, so they got that whole thing where she's like, oh, you don't want to be lonely and desperate forever do you you know saying this right in front of some random woman which again that's another 90s stereotype oh a woman who has a job and part of her job requires her to work alongside a man so automatically that must mean that they're gonna be together right like mm, I've mm, I, I've dated every woman I've ever worked with. I don't know about you. Oh wait, no. I, I mean, well, that's that's. <laughs> I know. Like, like, what the fuck? Well, no, that seems to be like what they're going for. I know. These, like, <laughs> oh, a, a woman just can't have a job. Like, it's, it's no. It's got to her being romantically involved with some rando person that she not even works with. The, it's not even a coworker. It's just like a. And the interesting thing, too, is they're setting her up as, like, the main love interest in this episode, but she does not appear in a single other episode of the show. Well, that's, that's hilarious, then. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if she just decided to quit right after that. It's like, oh. I mean, her character okay. just doesn't appear. I don't, I mean, it's like, I don't even, I mean, I'm, I haven't seen the other episodes. I'm assuming maybe he goes through, you know, dating a couple other women or something throughout the run of the show or something, or that's at least one other. I don't know. That's really stupid then because yeah. that was the and going for it was mm-hmm. this dumb plot. Anyway, mm-hmm. so he Oh god, like just so cringe, like so she starts like grilling him about like stuff and then he's like trying to like sound cool by being like nonchalant, I guess, and that's like yeah. his way to disarming her but it just looks so cringe to watch because at one point he talks about how they have like church dances and then she's like oh like a church dance like that must sound really exciting or whatever and then he's like oh yeah we've been known to boogie or i don't even know i don't even remember this is what we call the mary magdalene or i don't even know what it was yeah some bad joke like like stupid like 1970s disco style dancing but like really really badly which i understand that was the point but like they jumped over the point and it just it made it not it, funny it and fell just... flat um, yeah yeah and, yeah and there's this uh this running thing too in the episode where he he collects um snow globes of uh 
memorials or gravestones of dead musicians. Yeah, that was a weird subplot. Um, what? Yeah. Like what? Like that's like something like a serial killer would do. Maybe, maybe that's why she didn't show up any other. Yeah. Maybe he killed her at the end of it and buried her in the backyard or something. I mean, like because. And then put like, a headstone there so he can make a snow globe out of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, just, um, yeah. <laughs> to me, that's like something like I mean, like when I when I heard that, I was like, okay, I kind of get they're trying to mm. go for like something weird and funny here, but again, it just does not work. And my thing is. This- <laughs> Is this a thing? I mean, I can maybe understand doing it for, like, Elvis or something. But are people going around, like, making snow globes of, you know, oh, here's a here's a, here's a a buddy guy snow globe, and tombstone snow globe, or here's a B.B. <clears throat> King, you know, whatever, wh- whoever we want to, you know, say hey. of dead musicians. I'm just like, is this an industry? <laughs> I mean... I, I mean, pro- pretty much everything's a thing, so probably, <laughs> yeah, there probably is a market i don't know how big of a market it will be but there probably is something that people i mean people collect freaking shrunken heads i mean it's yeah i mean I, 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 like it's you know like <clears throat> yeah but i mean the, the the thing the thing with uh with with commerce though is there's a supply and demand though i mean how much of a demand is there for you know a uh a, a Jimi hendrix headstone um Snow, snow globe. globe, you know what I mean? I'm just... Probably not much, but at <laughs> the, the same token, though, you're not, you're also not spending much money to create it as well. So, yeah, so you're not making much money, but you're not spending much money on your business as well. So, you're pretty much coming out, <laughs> yeah, a walk at the very least because maybe it's just a passion to you. Maybe you're like, well, it'd be nice if I made some money off this, but like at least I made my Jimi Hendrix gravesite <laughs> snow globe <laughs> to sell to a pastor in detroit michigan yeah who's simultaneously trying to flirt with a journalist that he literally just met five minutes ago but then at the same time and telling his daughter not to embarrass him about doing that but then straight away goes into that behavior anyway so and embarrasses himself um and 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 but but with with the snow globe here we've got um the issue where uh, one of them is on the found on the floor, broken. Yeah, you know. So, what, what what was was it the Elvis one? Yeah, it was the Elvis one that got yeah. smashed. Or... So so he he has to line up his kids and figure out which one of them did it by the reaction on their face or something. Yep, he got to do a lineup, and it was like the. The eleven-year-old uh, son named Andy, played by Brendan Ryan Barrett. This was the time when, like, all—not all, but a, a large majority of uh, young male child actors—had to have three names. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, on Home Improvement, you had Zachary Ty Bryan and yeah. and um and Jonathan Taylor Thomas and. <clears throat> whatever the other kid's name is, you know, it's just <laughs> Noah something or other, but yeah. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, I saw it. There, there's a, there's a, uh, a thing that makes fun of this with, uh, that, um, people should look up on Letterman does a, an opening sequence to a fictional sitcom called the Letterman's. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's all these kids like 
dozens yeah. of kids that are supposedly all his kids. And there are, yeah. they, it starts out where, and one of the kids in the thing is actually uh, um, Frankie Frankie Muniz from uh, from Malcolm in the Middle. So the uh, but 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 uh, but they all have three names. All the actors. Mm-hmm. It's just funny, and it's like all these kids like it ends up being like uh, you know like all these kids are sitting in this living room like all around him, and and then he they have a butler played by uh, Tony Randall. It's pretty funny. Um, I just described the whole thing, though, so I probably just ruined the whole joke. But um, the, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just I remember that at that time though, where like all these kids, like it's like, hey, we all got to have you know our middle name as part of our stage name. There was like some actresses too, because you had like you know Tiffany Amber Thiessen and stuff like that too. Like where it was just like, yeah. <laughs> oh God, I Nine. love love the nineties. Yeah, nineties are interesting time. <clears throat> so, um, what else happens here in this episode? Uh shit. So, <clears throat> yeah, he lines them up, and then he he decides that it's his eleven year old son. Like you said, that he he thinks he wants him to confess, but he's pretty sure that it's him. And then, you know, he won't confess, and so we got that whole side side plot going on where he wants to go to the movies and wants ten dollars again ten dollars in nineteen ninety seven to go to the movies. Um what? Yeah. <clears throat> I guess maybe he wanted to buy snacks too because right now you can get a ticket for about eleven dollars and that was that's like twenty five years later. So like yeah like what the hell does else this kid want? You know, does he want to buy like eight hot dogs or you know nachos or whatever. Anyway, so he pretty much won't give it to him unless he tells him the truth. So we got that whole thing going on. And then the oldest son is supposed to be lazy. So that's like a whole thing where he's always eating cereal for some reason, like in multiple times of the day. Like, okay. Well, and well, then the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the 11 year old also ate cereal too at the beginning and then sopped up, oh. the, sopped up the milk with his mouth. Like, a. Oh yeah. That was another weird thing too. Like, yeah. Oh, let's make this like, like he can't, you know, like he can't take care, you know, control of his children. <laughs> so he's another dumb joke. He's like, "That's good." Now go underneath the, the couch, and there's some fuzz balls down there. I'm like, that's kind of weird. And ugh, like, okay, yeah. again, like they didn't know how to make this funny. Like they just tried, but yeah, like, everything, <laughs> like, like there's no oversight. Like nobody. Like was like, hey, this is like a stupid joke or a stupid concept. Like, well, no. you, you, you throw a laugh track on it, and it's supposedly funny. Yeah, well, apparently, I mean, it's just like it kind of reminds me of like the Big Bang Theory thing, where like where someone would just like use like a like a vacuum cleaner sound every time there's supposed to be laughter. Yeah, and you could just like, realize how terrible the humor was. But so it's like someone should do. I mean, I don't know why you would waste your time, but someone should do this where they just like take out the laughing, the laughing, really, the yeah. laughter. And then, uh, anyway, so, so that subplot's going on. And then the, the main thing, though, is that when they were having this conversation, when Dan Aykroyd's character was like trying to like basically do like a mating ritual with this journalist that just was awkward and cringe to watch. And then, so she got him to like open up about like talking about like sexuality and stuff like that. Like, ooh, so taboo, a religious, you know, 
a religious leader talks about sex. Oh my God, this the the horror. And then so she made the whole article about that conversation instead of all the million sermon tapes that he you know gave her. <clears throat> Which I understand because like you know you're working on multiple stories, you don't have time to listen to like 48 hours of sermons, you know. So um, plus, who wants to? I mean, I guess if you're just super religious and you like listening to sermons, but yeah, it, to be a boring life, but whatever. And then, so then, like his, his like superior, whoever you know, shows up like the next morning. Yeah, B- Bishop okay. Peter Jerome, played by uh, Dakin Matthews. Okay, yeah, he looked he looked familiar. He's been um, in a lot of things. Yeah, um, and yeah, so, yeah. He's been in a bunch. So he comes in. He's like, "Have you read the paper today?" And he's like, "Oh, I was just about to." And he starts reading off all of the like, you know, sensational quotes, you know, or salacious, if you if you want, if you will, you know, if you want to use, you know, big words like, you know, I got I got I got big words. I got a big big brain. Do you, you know, I I know the best words. I don't know. Sorry, it's bad Trump impersonation. But big anyway, words. so um, what's that? Big words. I got big words. The best words. No. So um. So then Dan Aykroyd's character is like like feels betrayed. Like, like I, that's not what we talked about, or blah blah blah, or whatever. And then like, you know, there's this whole joke where it's like my wife was <clears throat> outraged or whatever, you know, and then. You know, Dan Aykroyd's like, oh my god, was she offended? And he's like, no, she she asked me where my urges went or whatever. It's like, oh, you get it? Because he, he's an old man and he doesn't want to screw anymore. <laughs> it's funny, get it? Uh, yeah, I get it. It's it's stupid, but okay. And then, um, and then he calls the office and then, like, the person who picked up the phone, I guess, like, offered to have, like, a threesome with him. So that was, like, a weird adult humor kind of thrown in there. He's like, no, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure you and your sister are very nice, though, or whatever. I don't know, or something like that. Yeah, weird. Because like, why, like, what office does this woman work at? Like, where, like, she writes an article about a pastor because he dared to just talk about like human sexuality in like a very, like just matter of fact kind of way like it wasn't like he was like, i mean I, kn- I know the world was a little bit more repressed in 1997 but i don't think it was that repressed not not no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that gives you the idea that mm-hmm. like oh I, i'm gonna offer myself and my sister mm-hmm. so does that mean that that person already consulted their sister beforehand which and- is- Hopefully, be the thing that they did, or and, just and, and it's upper... like, oh, we 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 read a we read a a fact that a priest was a little bit into uh, you know having human urges, and so, oh, I guess he's the only guy in all of Metro Detroit who has urges, so we got to go... maybe <laughs> what the hell? maybe it was like kind of like a, a hunting thing, like mm-hmm. a notch on the bedpost, like have sex with the pastors, one of their yeah, you know, one of their. Um, it... It's it, 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 it's a really you know weird goose chase or something. Or, or it whatever, is. Or it's those, like uh, okay. What are, are, are those things that you do? Like uh um oh, where you go around and collect a bunch of different stuff. Um oh, treasure hunt or, or what's that? Treasure hunt or no, no, not like a treasure hunt, but like a uh oh god, that's gonna bother me now. It's where you uh. It's like a sometimes you have contests or you go around to collect things like be like oh we got to go get a napkin from this restaurant and then um 
then we got to go and uh, get this other thing, and then it's like a. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't know what they call that, but uh, yeah, some kind of hunt or something. Okay. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, I don't know. Um. So he he, uh, he he turns down the the orgy offer, and then uh, that's that's a good band name, orgy offer. <laughs> Yeah, that should be a next album title, orgy offer or band. Though they should be opening up for like the eighty punk band concert that we're gonna throw with like all these different band names, like orgy offer and um, <clears throat> what was it Jeff Garland's butt crack and yeah. then scavenger hunt is what the thing I was thinking. That's why I, I said scavenger hunt. Did you? I, I was... oh, it, it cut out. All oh, I heard okay. was all I heard was hunt. I thought you said treasure oh. hunt. Okay, oh, I'm so sorry. I... So scavenger hunt. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Okay, yeah. good. You thought of it. All right. Sorry, folks. So, yeah. That's how my brain works, where I, something bothers me and I can't stop thinking about it. So Yeah, well, yeah. You know. it's, it's fine. I mean, we're talking about a bullshit show anyway. So, yeah, uh, so. <laughs> so he, yeah, he turns down the threesome with, by the way, I don't think, not, not saying that looks are the only thing that matters, but generally speaking, if you're going to have sex with someone, I would at least hope that you would know what the person looks like beforehand just to make sure that you're attracted to each other not just one party to the other but both both way you know and i don't know it, if it, it usually have... helps it does i mean it, i would it, say so yeah. yeah i mean i mean i would think so but um but who knows maybe they had a picture of him in the article so they thought maybe he looked handsome which i'm not sure why but that's no no no, no offense but okay and then uh so so there's that so then he's like all pissed off at her and then he, uh, <clears throat> he, he has his son, um, well, his son tries to pull this trick on his dad by saying, well, uh, <clears throat> well, no, his dad's okay. So this, this, this part was actually kind of cool. I like, so like his, I'm going to start using this actually, this, this story. So yeah, he's like about like liars go to hell for eternity or something like that. So yeah. apparently he's fire and brimstone church which yay we need more of that apparently anyway so um and then he says like so imagine that there's like a huge um boulder made of brass or something like that and it's like and in every two thousand years a dove will fly by and just barely like touch like the boulder with like its wingtip and then once that boulder which again, the the dove only flies by once every two thousand years. And so once that boulder is finally ground to dust, that will only begin be the beginning of eternity. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty like bleak, but like cool at the same time. And then, um, so his son he tries to like play a trick on him by like, oh well, you know, can you be my pastor instead of my dad right now? So he's like, oh okay. And then so then he confesses to you know breaking the the Elvis you know gravestone um, snow globe um, uh, uh, snow globe which we know is going to be replaced later on by him murdering the love interest and yes. her in a real film. But anyway, that, so, that, that, but... that's a, that's another one of my favorite bands is um, gravestone snow globe. Um... Yeah, yeah. This is going to be like a huge concert. It's going to be yeah, like a hundred bands. <laughs> And each band's gonna play like one song because there's so, there's not enough time. A half them. a song. Um, <laughs> yeah, half a song. But the guy just leave and then leave the instruments <laughs> and shows up and just takes the guitar off the guy's neck or whatever and just plays like a few riffs. But anyway, so 
so like he confesses to his quote pastor slash dad and then and then you know the dad role comes back and he's like oh like did you have a nice conversation or whatever and he gives him like the ten dollars again 1997 money ten dollars for to see a movie which mm-hmm. that's that would cover a ticket like three times over back then anyway so and then he's like oh by the way um you know because he's like oh so but since you're my pastor we have like confidentiality or whatever type of thing he's like oh yeah sure and then so then he, he's like by the way though about the confidentiality you're i you know as your dad though i was listening in in the doorway and heard you talking to your pastor so then he just makes him give the money back to him that was a little bit cruel i mean i guess it was it was supposed to be funny which everything mm-hmm. everything in this episode was supposed to be funny but none of it was but like but still like that's a bit cruel and then um do you want to know what the average ticket price was in 1997 for a movie i'm thinking like five six dollars maybe 459 459 yeah i figured it was around that yeah like a tick- so yeah maybe he wanted to buy some snacks like a you know whatever mm-hmm. fine and then, um or because or you know, I was gonna say he could hide them effect that he says he's the son of a pastor, probably sneaking in food would be like a sin, even though the real sin is how much they charge at the concession stand. But whatever, and then um, because that's where they make their real money. No, I don't care. And then uh, like let let fucking AMC go under. You know, if we're gonna. By the way, I sold all my shares of AMC because I'm like it's not gonna fucking get any bigger than it is. Or who knows? Probably now it's well, gonna the, jump up. The average ticket price uh, today is only uh, nineteen. I mean nine nine dollars and seventeen cents. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's the every average, like the nationwide average. Yeah. Oh, nationwide. Every time I go, it's usually at least ten dollars. Yeah. Well, it just depends on where you go. If you're in a, if you're in a, if you're going like the thing is, it's um, for example, like where where you live, you live in Toledo, the Toledo area. If you're in Toledo itself, it's actually a dollar more than if you go to um like Maumee or Perrysburg to a theater there for some odd reason it's cheaper. But with gas prices you'd be saving money if you yeah, yeah. But but what <laughs> I'm saying is that like if you lived closer to those theaters you're paying less than if you lived closer uh, to okay. the so, so like in a bigger city it's probably gonna be more expensive than it is in uh, Yeah, I mean yeah. Like especially like Troy or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then so he has the older kids babysit the, the younger ones while he goes to the church dance. And then the journalist, which I don't even remember her name. I don't even remember his name in the show. Any I, of the names. I, um, I don't off the top of my head. I'd have to look it up. I just call, call him Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Call him, call him Dan Mike Aykroyd. Weber. That's, yeah, okay, that's right. Mike Weber. So yeah. then she shows up at the dance to, like, apologize to him. And then, again, just this forced, unnatural, like, way they interact with each other. Like, way too rushed and like saying oh well maybe i did mean the things i said about being attracted to you and then and she's like oh i'm shocked and confused and he's like oh that's everything a man wants to hear from a woman i'm like oh my god like this is so not funny like like oh my god like like if any like i can i mean i don't know i'm not like the best like quote-unquote player i guess if you want to even use like 20 year old terms but like even i would know 
to like pump the brakes at a certain point of like trying not to impress one by acting so completely stupid. So I shouldn't like, use this as like the blueprint of how I should uh, approach women in the future. No, unless you want to like repulse them. Like, I mean, if that's what you want, go ahead. But that's like, exactly what I want. So, okay, good. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Oh, that's, okay. yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. If that's your goal, then sure. No, okay, good. I was just making sure. Yeah. doing in this episode because yeah. I'm looking for everything i mean i i used i used to just base everything on on the the uh the wild and crazy guys thing that he and uh steve martin did on saturday night live so that repulsed women too so yeah um, well that's understandable yeah yeah yeah, i I wouldn't go that route either but uh (laughs) and then so and, and then and then she's like, I, I gotta leave because she's embarrassed or whatever. And I'm like, oh my god, this is like, like this, this was twenty, this was only twenty two minutes long, and I barely got through it the second time. Yeah, and it was like, I mean, we're talking like an average length, you know, time TV show sitcom. You know, it's usually about twenty one minutes. This one was like twenty two. Okay, fine. An You're extra a- thirty. You're you're a better person than me, uh, Sesame, for getting through it a second time. Well, so I don't think it's better. I think I just I like punishing myself. <laughs> I, don't, like, I, I just think I'm not worth it, so I just have to sit through like the agony, you know, of watching this. And then, and then, so then he goes back home, and then like his younger kids are dancing outside for some reason at like ten thirty at night. Like you do. I I mean. That that was They're, to show the fact that the oldest son wasn't paying attention to them and fell asleep when he was supposed to be true. watching them. So yeah. No, I get that, but like, mm-hmm. and I get it, it's the '90s, so so people weren't like born with like phone, cell phones, their smartphones in their hands at mm-hmm. that point. Pretty much like let live their life through that screen. So I understand that, but like, I just don't see the likelihood of like, you know, an impromptu dance off. With like the radio blasting on at ten thirty at night. Well, if I could like, count the number of times my sister and I <clears throat> danced in the backyard of our house at ten thirty at night. I mean, and no one called the cops for like a noise. Yeah, you know, I mean that, like, that was I, my sister and I used to do that like never. Um, and uh, <laughs> apparently they did that, and no one called the cops once. That, hey, yeah. those kids out there, they're unattended and they're blaring that rap music or whatever and then uh well this is detroit the cops have other things to worry about <laughs> true plus you know detroit rocks, you know this yeah i don't know who knows and then, and so um so then he like dances with them for like a second yeah about the radio he you know potentially causes life altering injuries to his son by doing an air horn which again why do people think that's funny? That's like that could severely like damage your ear. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, like even like in the new She-Hulk trailer, they're doing that. I'm like, that's don't give kids ideas, okay? Because some idiot's gonna see that. Yeah, somebody, like, somebody's oh, gonna lose their hearing if people keep doing. I saw that this on stuff. She-Hulk, and it was so funny. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, again, yeah, it was so funny. A, a, a fictional TV show where two people are green skinned and they have superpowers, super strength powers. So, yeah, everything you see there is totally realistic. It's going to happen, you fucking moron. I'm saying this, like, the future, whoever's going to try this because they saw that. Anyway. and then, so, so, so I so, should not try that. No. So oh, then he does okay. that to his son. Because I was going to use that to try to pick up women, too. No, no, don't do that. No. Oh, okay. Um, 
but it'll no, repul- it, it, it'll scare them off, right? Uh, well, I, 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 it would probably be, be considered physical assault at some point, actually, because I mean, and then I can go to jail. Well, no, auditory assault, <laughs> I guess, and then um, but it could come, could cause physical injuries. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not a lawyer. The legal gray area, oh, okay. but like, I thought you, you know, were. But I, I would, you know, I would, I would just not do that. But um. So then his son rolls out the couch in stereotypical 90s, you know, fashion, which nobody ever does, ever, mm-hmm. when they're woke like that. They just stay, they just lie in state and wake up, and they're in a state of shock. They're like, what the fuck just happened? They don't go, <laughs> and fall yeah. on top of the coffee table and slam their fist through the TV, you know, and cause a house electrical fire, you know, that doesn't happen in real life, okay? And then... He's like again the humor. Oh my god, the humor is just so fucking funny in the show. Like how 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 they just how they keep making shows after this one pilot. They should have just wrapped it up. Oh yeah, you know comedy's done. And then he's like, you could have given me a heart attack. And then he's like, and then he's like, oh, you can only have a heart attack through hard work. So you don't have nothing to worry about. I'm like, um, that's objectively not true. Like yeah. at all. Like what? Like are are you? Are you trying to be funny, or do you actually? Because again, it's the '90s. I don't know what doctors thought in the '90s. Is that was that a thing? No, because that... it's pretty much guaranteed that doctors did not think that. Then. I mean, I was, I was, I was gonna hope yeah. so. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not a thing. Like, I'm pretty sure you could just like have a heart attack in your sleep. Like, oh yeah, many people you know. had at that time. So, and plus too, I think you know, the air horn thing might actually would actually could potentially at the very least. It could cause. I'm, I'm talking too much, dude. But anyway, this yeah. show sucks. Um, it was bad. What else happens? Oh yeah, she shows up, right? Can you finish this off because I'm getting pissed off. I honestly don't remember how it ended. Um, <laughs> all right, I'll I'll say it then. So she, so the the lady show the journalist shows up at his house again at like 10:30 at night to apologize for a second time, <clears throat> but this time apologizing for her acting awkward, and then. You know, this was, I guess, this was supposed to start the will they, won't they, you know, Ross and Rachel, Sam and Diane, you know, um, mm-hmm. Annie and Jeff type of, you know, the community reference, you know, type of thing. Yeah. But like you said, never, she doesn't show up at all. No. Ever again. So my theory is that he killed her. And then because of the snow globe things, then, because that was going to, that was going to lead into the sequel, Soul Man 2, or it was going to be more like Soul. Uh, retriever or or, or 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 where he's he thinks he's like he's actually a demon he's collecting souls and then that's why he became a pastor so he could get closer to like christians in order to do that and then he saw that there was like purity in her soul and he was like oh this is gonna be a great catch you know and then and that's how that's why we never saw her again and that's why no one suspected that he killed her because he's a pastor how would a pastor murder someone they're all they're all godly men, right? I mean, they don't do anything wrong ever, right? <clears throat> uh, the Baptist um, Federation, the Catholic Church, you know, and uh, the the you know the Islamic Republic of Iran. Anyway, um, but like you know, so they would never do anything bad, you know, you know. Well, yeah. Like murder people, or like you know, especially Dan Aykroyd as a pastor, he wouldn't do that. But that's my theory, at least, is that they're gonna have a a, a second show called like. The Solden Retriever. Okay. <laughs> um, it's, it's because he's retrieving souls, but 
and Solden because of Sol, and, and then Golden, I don't know, maybe he wears like a gold suit. I, I haven't figured it out yet. I'm just making this up on the fly, but like. You should work on this, you know, you know, you know. The Solden Retriever. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, you t- take these little crumbs and bake them, you know, like the QAnon yeah. people do. And um, <laughs> and, that, and that's it. They 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 hold hands and they're about to kiss, but then they like, oh, we should just be friends. And they're like, really good friends. And then you know she gets up and walks away, or supposedly, I mean, he murders her, but like supposedly she walks away, and then he goes inside the house and his his oldest son, who's awake now after having almost permanent hearing damage from his dad, is like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm gonna get some ice because early on when he was talking about his sexual urges to a woman he's just known for five minutes as a pastor again that shows maybe the level of emotional intelligence he had where you know nothing wrong with talking about human sexuality as a pastor but like you've literally known this person for five minutes and you're already talking about your sexual urges yes even as a non-pastor i wouldn't do that to someone I had just met five minutes ago, like what? So, so, but we, it's okay. So we, we were, we've already got a, a like a profile built about his, you know, boundary issues. So that's a big one right there, you know. So, um, and he's a man of God, so he's got access to people. So we got that. Um, he's, you know, causing permanent hearing damage to his one of his children. So we got, you know, some abuse going on right there. You know, lots of things can be leading to him being a serial killer. Is what I'm saying. So, um. So watch out for Solden Retriever probably coming out in like I don't know March twenty twenty six after Mar Marvel's Phase Eight is over or whatever. So everyone's you know not everyone's back home from seeing like the latest Marvel movie and eighteen different TV shows all at the same time running concurrently. And you know we gotta make sure you gotta watch it after that because that you don't want the times to to like you know you don't want like a time incursion. So, you know, so, so, make... so, sounds like a plan here. <laughs> yeah. We, we don't want like a time. I know I'm like, I'm totally annoying you here. Like, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it going like like Fred Willard would. Just keep, keep, the, keep the, the bit going. So like you don't want, like a, don't want like a time incursion. Oh, like a Doctor Strange reference to happen where, you know, you don't want the soul, the soul and the retriever to be played at the same time that like Guardians of the Galaxy Part 8 is going to be playing or whatever. And like Chris Pratt's <laughs> gonna be like seventy years old at that point or whatever, <laughs> well, still doing his stupid jokes like, ooh, uh, oh, 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 Chris Pratt, I got, I got like a laser gun and a stupid mask, and I'm, I make funny little jokes in my spaceship, and I'm looking for my green <laughs> right beard, and oh, oh, and, and Rocket's not really a raccoon, but we still call him a raccoon because it's funny. You get it? And, uh, and oh, we got the knife guy who takes everything literally and you know like maybe he's autistic and that's like we're trying to do like representation with that or whatever and then so you can make i make sure that that's not playing at the same time as a sold and retriever is because we need to know what happened <clears throat> to the, the detroit journalist who just left i don't think she just left i think he killed her i think he was he felt so embarrassed about the article that she wrote about him and now everyone at his church is like thinking like oh he was the pastor. He was talking about his sexual urges, and you know, because like that's a total natural thing to happen in human society for the past like ten billion years. But like since he's religious, he's not allowed to talk about that or even have those feelings because he's not supposed to be a human being. So he's uh, supposed to be a creation of God himself. 
So, uh, d- did you want to hear some reviews? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. So, here's some user reviews from the Internet Movie Database for this uh, lovely sitcom. There's only two. Oh, okay. Yeah. The headline for this one is, Yet Another Show That Deserved Better. And this was written by Hair Sandwich. Oh, oh, gross. I know. On May oh. on May 26th of 2000. Um oh. just like on our own this was this was a show that made a somewhat taboo subject not so awkward. The whole concept of a preacher being portrayed as a cool guy was interesting and it really presented another side of Christianity than the bible thumping discriminating stereotype. Dan Aykroyd was ideal for the part and the whole deal with him being widowed and trying to raise his kids alone really gave the series a sense of realism. It's too bad that all all most viewers saw was that he was a preacher and thus the show couldn't be entertaining or have a positive message. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that's probably not why it... Um, If if it was funny, it wouldn't matter what his character was. Um, Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so here's another one that is a 0 out of 10 stars. <laughs> um, this is from Chester Gray on January 23rd of 2003. One word, garbage. I am a certifiable sitcom junkie, and I have watched at least one episode of nearly every show ever broadcast on North American television. Whoa. With the one episode of the show I watched... It was hard for me to keep from vomiting. The show was a waste of a great actor's talent and put a blemish on the farce, on the face of religion, not farce, face of religion. I hope that whoever thought up this tripe was fired and banned from writing. <laughs> Chester's rating, zero out of ten. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's my rating would be that too, pretty much, I think. Yeah. So I, I'm not you know, like, I'm not even gonna give him a gracious one out of ten. Like no, zero out of ten for me. So I found <laughs> a uh, a review f- written at the time from Variety. Okay. Um, I'm gonna read a little excerpt from it. Um, just because I found it interesting. Um, this is. New comedy starring Dan Aykroyd already looks like a hit given first week ratings that actually built on its lead in a home improvement original and garnered a 24 share. Yet while it does manage to pin its focus on a priest who's who lusts after something besides altar boys. Whoa. Soul Man plays its <laughs> I know plays its premise with a distinct lack of soul. Safe and indistinct the syncom uses stereotypes and stock characters to mind its undersized laugh um, quotient. The whole enterprise carries an air of improbability, beginning with the use of Ackroyd as a gulp man of, cl- man of cloth. Ackroyd appears to be portraying a Saturday Night Live parody rather than a real human as Reverend <laughs> Mike Weber, a single father that's no misprint, and a widower with a purportedly checkered past living in Detroit. Um, yeah, anyways, uh, let me see what else I was going to show. Uh, wow. Um, 
So uh, he said, okay, anyways, oh, he says, uh, purportedly checkered past living in Detroit. It bumpers what we see him. When, when we uh, It bumpers. We see him riding a motorcycle and flashing a leather jacket. The reverend, the, the revving reverend, um, since the death of his wife three years before, Reverend Mike has been forced to care for four kids on, and, on his own and somehow does it without any nanny or housekeeping help. God evidently does childcare these days. Yeah. So so they didn't like it. <laughs> no. And plus, dude, they got it wrong. Like, talk about a priest and altar boys. But wait a minute. Priests can't get married, so yeah, he's this, not... Well, he, not he's a, a priest, but not a Catholic priest. Um, yeah, they don't... Yeah. And any, my, my favorite quote from later on in the thing, though, is he talks about... Uh, uh, D- Dakin Matthews character, the uh, the bishop, he says uh, mm-hmm. Dakin Matthews also appears from time to time as a f- fellow priest who adds the occasional wisecrack, but he looks bored. Well, yeah, why wouldn't he? I mean, yeah, he said he's not the only one. It's hard to fathom just why the vastly talented Ackroyd would agree to center such a trite, mundane to to agree to center in such a trite and mundane show, and one given only a three episode guarantee because that's why I got it for the first season. Uh, well, because money. Yeah. Because uh, the last successful thing that Acre was in before that was like probably like ten years. Oh yeah. Maybe even even I mean the sad thing about and Dan this and was Acre written was, by Ray Richmond for the for Variety just giving okay. him credit. So there <laughs> the we go. sad thing about Dan Acre is that his career was kind of short lived. I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he did a lot within that, and then, like, he just, like, stopped. I don't know if he just felt like it. Oh, no, he, was... he's, but, but he's, he's, he's a, he's a millionaire now selling his uh, vodka and stuff, so he's. Well, I know, I figured yeah. he's a millionaire just from. Yeah, because he sells, he sells that, that vodka and skull bottles and stuff, Dan Aykroyd does. Oh, okay. Yeah, and makes a lot of money oh, off of that, so. Yeah. Vodka or whiskey or whatever it is. I think it's vodka. I don't know. I don't drink, so I don't know what the shit is. But yeah, probably whiskey. I don't know. But uh, yeah. Yeah. But like he and he did have that show for a while, though, where he was talking about like aliens and stuff. Yeah. And because cool. uh, I guess he's a big believer, like in UFOs, which is pretty interesting. And he made a money. He made money off of any Ghostbusters stuff because he created the Ghostbusters, co-created them. So. Right. Yeah. I just mean you know, that like he kind of fizzled out, like kind of like Rick Morandis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they were huge for a while and then. Well, it's Rick just, retired from acting, so okay, because he because his uh, wife died and he wanted to raise his kid, so. No, I get that, but even like before he quote mm-hmm. retired, like he still wasn't doing like a whole lot. Is what I'm saying, like it yeah. wasn't like his last. Mur- I think his last movie was Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Rick Moranis. Uh, so yeah, actually, that's a good one though, Honey, yeah. We Shrunk Ourselves. This one had um Allison Mack, you know, yes. before she became a. Uh, Anyway, which is weird because because uh, her character arc in that movie was all about consent and stuff like that. Because yeah. we tried to kiss her without asking permission. Again, 1997, kind of ahead of its time, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to have those conversations, especially like in the Disney movie. But yeah. hey, give credit credit for what it's credit due. It's unfortunately that she didn't learn anything from that lesson. Oh no. And, yeah, but, <laughs> but 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 anyways, any final thoughts here before we wrap things up? Uh, other than just that, like my brain is completely like ADHD mode right now, and I'm just like, no, that's fine. 
just rambling on like the most random. I, I had to make this episode funny because the show was so bad. Yes. That it was like I I felt like I would be doing our listeners a disservice by just like blandly re replaying what the show was, which was just bland and terrible and and just bad. <laughs> I don't know. Um but anyways, um anyway. it's okay. It's no longer on the air, so we can be okay. Yeah. I appreciate you listening to my sermon, if you will. Yes, your your sesame sermon. Yeah. And um so anyways, folks, uh go to all two real two dot com, check out all of our stuff there. Um uh, our merch. Got, our, Buy our merch. Yeah, we got Do it. links to merch. We got uh you know, you can get that on T public. You can also get uh, – you can help us out on Patreon. Share the show with your friends. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast or anywhere else you can. Uh, that's Five-star right. men. Okay? Yeah. Just like Dan yeah. We're five-star men. Don't hurt our egos. Okay? Yes, we're we five-star are. men. And, and donate to our Patreon. Do it. Yes. Do it right now. And Skip. tell your friends. Oh, tell your friends. That's really important. Tell your friends. But before you tell your friends, donate to our Patreon. Pause. Pause the episode right now. You got to act right now because I'm like a like a infomercial salesman right now. And there's more. Act. Wait, there's more. There's more. I don't um, know. Yeah. The more we is, don't know. The more is that if you support our show, we'll keep doing the show. <clears throat> we'll keep doing it, or maybe we'll even do more episodes per week, or maybe we'll do an episode that you choose, even if we hate it. Yes, that could be a thing right there too, because then you'll be like, you'll be like a forcing us to sit through something that we I mean we already do that anyway pretty much every week but I was like say, that's kind of what we do but it's different when someone else is making you do it you know yeah so it's like they, they have the power and then so like we have to watch like I don't know like Almighty Thor part two or something like that or you know whatever and, and like like in Japanese so that we don't even understand you know so we have to like basically try to piece together what we think the movie's about That'd be another cool thing too, right there. We can watch. We can start watching. All right, ADHD mind. I got. I got to stop. But like, so, (laughs) so, 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 as a, as my ADHD kicks in. Oh wait, there's a squirrel. Anyway, so um, the uh, what were we talking about? So um, next time, folks, we'll be here. We'll make you laugh. We'll make you cry. No, we won't. But um, <laughs> maybe something in between. But until next time, folks, be good. I love you. And bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.